You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, this is Bryson Stott, first-round draft pick of the Philadelphia Phillies, and you're listening to the High Hopes Podcast with James Seltzer and Jack Fritz. This is the High Hopes Podcast. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Philadelphia Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo! It is... That was like a deflated balloon. Another edition of the High Hopes Podcast. Jack, I feel like we should play Taps. I did play Taps. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, It feels like that. Look, it's it's so funny because it has been... So much anger and disappointment and frustration, and we'll get into why, because I have a lot of thoughts on this, but Jack, I think the biggest takeaway from the last couple games here against the Reds, the series against the Mets before that, this team's just not that good, man. <laughs> like They're just not that good. Mm, that's sad. I know. It's a bummer, man, but they're just not that good. Yeah, the first, the first two games of this series, I'm like, all right. Yeah. I was like, here we go. Oh, you were back in? What a shocker. Oh, my God. I was all in. <laughs> the easiest I was back in all there is. in. And, like, they came back. Like, this is what pisses me off, is that they come back 5 nothing last night. Uh, and it's like, boom, let's go. Let's roll. Let's go on a run. Like, this is time. And then they do the same bleep all the time. Well, the, the last two games were really like microcosms of the season. We saw the same thing that we've seen over multiple game stretches, the inability to carry on momentum, the inability to go on any sort of run. We saw it in those two specific games. Today's game and yesterday's game. Down 5 nothing, storm back 5-5, five, five, and then they can't build on that momentum. Like, how do you get that Jay Bruce home run and then not score another run that game? How does that happen? How you today... Tie it up 3-3. You get that real muto homer in the eighth. It's, it should be electric in that dugout. You're in a playoff well, chase. The, the, the Bruce and then home the three run. runs without, three innings without runs. Like, and then some dude named Irvin who I never heard of before this series. Freaking it's a walk-off. Like, how, I just don't get it. I don't get how they can never build on anything. That Bruce home run was like, the, the dugout, that was the best I've seen in the dugout. In forever. Yes! I was tearing up just watching it. Then how do you not score a run? How do you, and I get that the bullpen, fine. You, the bullpen is what they are. They suck. <laughs> it's fine. So they give up runs. I get that part of it, but how is how is they just done after that? How do they not mount anything offensively after that Bruce home run? I don't get it. By the way, uh, listeners of this fine podcast, James Seltzer is drinking a seltzer right now. I am. I am. <laughs> I love it. Vintage seltzer. This is like some, this is hardcore seltzer drinkers. Seltzer. This is not like LaCroix or any of the fancy I stuff. I LaCroix. See, I used to too. My wife gets really mad at me because. She's uh, not cultured? 
No, well, apparently it actually is LaCroix. Apparently it rhymes with enjoy. That's their slogan, which you told me, and I didn't know. It's LaCroix. I My know. wife is very rarely wrong about things she feels super confident about. But I took about. three years of French, and I'm just going to say LaCroix <laughs> and say that I did Let's take three years Let's roll with that. Of- Point is, this is not any of that foo-foo, hmm. whatever. This is like the hardcore seltzer. No, that's like the, that's around. like your granddad's seltzer yes, right there. Yes, exactly. I think my granddad used to yes. drink that seltzer. Yes, this yeah. is one of the few things that's still like 30 cents a can or whatever. It's, oh, it's back when you were a kid, you got them for what, five cents? <laughs> <laughs> well done. Thank you. Well done. Well done. Um... For the Phillies. Um, <laughs> nice to be in studio. We haven't done this oh, in a little dude, while. Oh, dude, so much better. I, I said, I said, screw it. I'm coming. It's in. so we much gotta, better. We got to see each other. We got to talk I to know, each other. I know. On this, on this final Phillies, <laughs> <laughs> on the end of the Phillies yeah, season, we need to see each other. So they are allergic to capitalizing on any sort of momentum. It's, it's they haven't won more than five games all year. That's the thing. That, like how crazy five is games. that? How how crazy is that? Like how crazy one of the five is games that? Five games in a row. Yes, won, obviously yes, won more than five. But games how crazy year. is that? Every other team, even the freaking Mets, like have a your know, Mets had fifteen to seventy, but like nine to ten. 12 of 14. You, you don't have to win more than five in a row if you could just string together multiple five-game win streaks yes. or multiple four-game win streaks. They can't even do that. It's always a freaking... And I think that's why. I think that's why, like, look, ultimately, again, especially when you factor in the injuries, and we said it, right here, you can go back and check the IOPS podcast when Andrew McCutcheon went down. Don't check our other takes. Yeah, no. I'm <laughs> saying check this specific one. There's no Pavetta takes. We bu- <laughs> Who? <laughs> We both said we didn't know if this team could overcome the injury of McCutcheon, and it felt like a lot of people, not necessarily the High Hopes listeners, but a lot of people when IU said that was like, come on, it's just one player, but I think we've just seen that he was a massive part both on and off the field, and then the bullpen injuries, the underperformance of the pitchers, we should have seen this coming, is my point, Jack. This is something where we're so upset and frustrated, and with good reason, because we're fans, and that's what we do, but we shouldn't be surprised. Matt Klensak <laughs> said this is a top 10-ish starting rotation. Objectively heading. excellent offseason? If he thought that this team had a top 10 starting rotation, even with breakout that's Pavetta. A, that's a real worry. Even with... What the, what the, yeah, did you, I hope he was BSing us. I hope he you, was lying. Are you, are you serious? Yeah, it's bad. You, you're going off of your defense being a tad better than last year as a reason why you have a top 10 starting rotation? He said they had a top 10 starting I rotation. I know. Are you freaking kidding me? Oh, it that is, was you that it's time. It's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. Like, even if Pavetta broke out, like, a lot of people, not me, expected him to break out, <laughs> expected him to break out, like, you're really going to go bank on Jake Arrieta? Like, you're really going to bank on, like, Zach Evelyn, Vince Velasquez, Vince Velasquez for the fourth year in a row? It's a, they just, they had no idea how to watch pitching. They just, they have no idea how to do it. How can you... Objectively excellent, whatever Clentex <laughs> say. This is a t- how could you have? How could you even solder that sentence? Yeah, it's it, ridiculous. It, well, it is it's ridiculous. It's, and then last night you get the Nola. You have a five run lead. Like you know, you you, you let a lot come of five back runs. Five, yep. Like are you kidding me? Like Aaron Nola? You can't, are you tired? You can't handle the, the workload? <laughs> Again? When they need you the most. This is what that's what's year. frustrating. That's what's frustrating. So we've talked a lot about playoff Nola and how we expect him to be that guy in a big game who hmm. just calm under pressure and all that but like when they've needed him the most he hasn't come through yeah, enough the, the here. brave series from early in the year yeah. and that's something that was like saturday night they that they had a lead he blew that lead and he went on a run up like right after that that was great but like man why, why? Every, every day i wake up i roll over i ask myself why 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 is this feeling really the way it is well I, they I, kill me they kill me well i was dead today i was i was de- last night i was dead 
Today, you killed. Extra dead. Yeah. yeah. As Actually the, dead. Right. Like the season. Yeah. <laughs> like last night, I was like when a car hits a deer and they're still like a little breathing. Oh. Today, the Another other car, car came. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, it's, it's, why, I can't not buy into them because I love them so I much. Know. And I know. I'll sweep the Mets and you're back. I just love them. <laughs> I just love them. And like the offense is finally like, I like the offense for the most part. They just, there are too many spots where they don't come, like we just talked about. Like, and they, again, and, and you can't you can't blame the staff for today's loss. The, the pitching staff allowed three runs for 10 innings. You have to beat the Reds when the staff holds up for three runs in 10 innings. There are too many spots like that. Again, the 11-5 to five loss, which was really an 11-1 to one loss. 1-1 one, one through 7, how, like, there are too many spots like that where they just... They can't muster it up in spots where they need it, and I agree. On the whole, they've been better. There are actually guys you can count on, but it just feels like too many times that they can't ever sustain success in games and over portions of games. Yeah, I mean, like the coming back from five nothing and the Jay Bruce home run that should have been a nail in the coffin for the Reds. Uh, you, you, like, the Reds stink. The Reds are horrible. They, I don't even know fifty percent of the guys on their team. Uh, who is this Irvin dude? Phil Irvin. Phil Irvin, really. I, and they, look, and again, this comes back to what what I was talking about before. I feel like I feel like part of why this team has been so angering, frustrating, depressing, whatever you want to say, is because they keep doing this. Oh, it's yeah, yeah. They, like, yeah. If they just were like a team that's above five five games above five hundred, but it was a much more less gut punchy loss after loss after loss type of way. I don't know if we'd be quite as angry or as 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 upset with it yeah but i wonder i wonder if every team's losses are just gut. like i wonder if that's just baseball it might be look we don't watch but i don't follow i'm not i'm the diehard follower of every single baseball team no but i feel like baseball losses are always we better. watch a lot of baseball though and uh, granted i agree i think there's something to following the team every night and the ups and downs and the ebbs and flows and and having said that it feels like there's an inordinate amount yeah. It feels like there are so many, and especially because, at least as we talked about with other teams, they go on runs. Like, <laughs> this team just doesn't go on runs. That's Not what makes it to. so disappointing. A lot of the gut punch losses have been in games where we felt like they had to win these games, yeah. and they just, they don't. Yep, and, I, and there are a few things in the world that I hate more yeah. than extra inning baseball. Oh, not because, not, not like, like... Everything, every hitter just changes in extra inning baseball. Everyone tries to hit a home run. Like, everyone just tries to back leg launch baseballs. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it just, it stop. Just Manufacture play baseball. run. Just play, play baseball. Yes. Why are you doing the, like, the, 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 all extra innings today was just brutal. Like, I just, there has, there has to be a way to, like, these guys have played baseball their whole lives. And a dugout should know when it's time to go. Like, in 2003, when, um, Alex Gonzalez made the error or whatnot, and and Mike Lowe comes in and said, "Let's or no, when it wasn't Gonzalez, it was obviously the the Steve Barman ball, yeah, right? the Barman, and, and, but Gonzalez made the error after, right, that. right, yeah. Mike Lowell is in the dugout and he's like, "Let's make that guy famous." Mm-hmm. Like, there's supposed to be a and like the Jay Bruce home run last night and well, seeing so the dugout, Ryan Howard get me to the plate, like right. it's that type of thing. And seeing that from the the Jay Bruce thing last night, it's like, yes, like this is last night. Was what I had been personally waiting for, like coming back from five nothing, the Jay Bruce home run, clutch moments from clutch players, and 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 having just a momentum building win. That's what that was all setting up to be, 
and then just to to just roll over, have Michael Lorenzen. It, it's not totally the Babe offense. Lorenzen. Yeah, honestly, I hate Michael Lorenzen. <laughs> I, know. I know you would think that I would like him because like it's, I'm a baseball nerd. Yeah, but I hate him. I I, I can't look at him. Like just, there's something about him that just irks me. Not a not a Michael Lorenzen guy, hey. and I don't like. I'm a bigger Brendan McKay guy. I think, yeah, I think Michael Lorenzen. Guy. I think Michael Lorenzen stinks, and like wow. and like he's a he's a sham to what wow. actual two way baseball players. Wow, are. sham, total hey, sham. That's a strong take. I right can't there. stand him. I okay. can't stand watching him do it. He stinks. He's bad at both things. Of course, he takes he our pitching staff. This guy is, is our, our hitting pitch. and pitching in the major leagues. <laughs> he stinks. Stinks. Couldn't, couldn't fit in at Bloomsburg. Um, <laughs> um, it's just. It's just classic with this team. It's what they are. Every after every night, every game, this they keep showing us who they are. They keep showing us that they are this team, that they are not gonna go and run, that they are not gonna come through in those spots. They keep doing it. And there have been outliers like the Bryce Harper Grand Slam walk-off and certain moments where it felt like, oh, oh wow, this is that they yep. actually are gonna go on a run. Yeah, here it comes. And 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 then the Marlins come to town. <laughs> I mean, come on. I just, I come just, on. I don't ever remember a team like this with as, as much up and down and lack of ability to carry momentum. It's just, like every night's a different night. I mean, like yesterday, James, I swear to God, man, I woke up and I was like, I need to be 705 or 640 because the, yeah. Reds, the Reds are oh, yeah. whatever. I was like, I just need, I can't wait. Can't wait. I sprint to the train again. Back to back <laughs> nights, I just sprint to the train. I hate sprinting. Jared to the train. Hughes style? Yeah. Yeah, I look like I'm I'm using down Market Street. Using everyone's I like that. looking at me like I'm an idiot. <laughs> yes, um, as Jared Hughes looked like. <sighs> such a joke. It was, it's so funny how when he first got here, that was fun, and it was like, oh, this is fun and and weird. And now it's like, I hate watching yeah, and that now dude sprint. Shell. I I hate it. I hate when he sprints in. I'm like, well, this sucks. Well, how about today? Who sprints in? Yeah, boom! Like immediately. Yarr. See ya. Daniel Suarez is like cute singer, bro. <laughs> yeah, nice. That's cool, bro. Yeah. See ya. Yeah, here's a, here's a tank shot. By the way, some of the home runs this series were ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Both Kinger home runs, like, how did that get out? Yeah. The Suarez one today, even the Philip Bourbon one today. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And Jose Iglesias, who stinks. Uh, it, uh, it, when Jose Iglesias is hitting big home runs uh, against you. dreadful. Yeah. It's dreadful. not great. It's not... It, outstanding defensive player. Well, but I mean, they have him and Freddie yeah, in the That's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's good. And Votto. It's I mean, good. Votto's no yeah. slouch. No slouch, but... God. The Reds are a slouch. That's the problem. Oh They're God, not I good. Hate I hate this. I just and also, you know what? Today, if we want to go back to to ripping Clentac, which I'm sure we'll continue to do throughout this, but the guy pitching against him, how is Sonny Gray not a Philly? Like you're going to play on the margins. You're going to go and try and take these shots. Like we said it. You said it in the off season. Go get a guy like Sonny Gray, a guy who has talent, has succeeded at the major league level, had some issues in New York. Classic change of scenery guy. What has Sonny Gray done? He's been freaking awesome this year. Let's check the Jack resume from this offseason. <laughs> Who, had, honestly, I'm going to put it up yeah, as, a poll, as a poll question. Who has more foresight, me or Matt Klensak? Well, JD Davis. Yeah. Superstar. Moustakis. Moustakis. Sonny Gray. Moustakis, same player as Franco, though, but keep uh, going. Same exact player. Yeah. Who has, more, who has more foresight? Me or this me or Dime Store Hinky? Dime Store Hinky, yes. By the way, I noticed that you're you're on my they should have brought Spencer Howard up yeah. bandwagon now. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that was Thank a mistake. You. Yeah. But we all learn. We all learn to yeah. get better. Except for our GM. Sometimes I say things that aren't stupid. It's rare, but Yeah, know. I know. I just but, and at this point, it's like, what? what who cares? At this point, it's like, I'd love to see him up here. I It's just continually, the, the front office, to, to this Glenn point, is just not shown a real... At no point have I felt like they felt like it was 
like it really mattered. Like it was life or death that they win games. Dude. Like like that they truly were like, let's make the friggin' playoffs. Let's no. let's do it. at no point. No, I think and even with the rhetoric. I mean, if we don't, we don't is gonna go down as one of like we'll play that drop on WIP for the next thirty years. Yeah. It's gonna be like that that ass hat. Yeah. Andy McPhail. I know. Well, and I, I, I genuinely here's the thing is like I genuinely think Bryce and JT and Hoskins like. I view those guys as winning baseball players, Absolutely. and you can see the fire. King, I would put Kingery there too. Kingery too, um, Dickerson to an extent, although like, dude, he, a little well, little soft. Oh my, <laughs> soft is charming. The only excuse I can make for him is that he's a guy who's had a lot of these types of injuries in his in his career that have derailed him, and um, maybe playing it cautious is is what is a smart thing for him. But I, I agree, I'm with you. And look, he was back today. But. By the way, checking in on the uh, Jackie Forsyth, um, Brantley. I remember one of Brantley. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Charlie Morton. Well, who needs him? We we all were. Who needs that? Was yeah, yeah. Well, that was our passion project. Get Charlie Morton. To who Philly. needs who needs that guy in here? Yeah. I mean, there's just so many so much examples of our GM, Josh Donaldson. Yeah, sure. Bit. Yeah. Just hate. <laughs> I love I love you just going through and lamenting the times where Clentac was wrong. Oh, it just right. it just drives me crazy. Like. I don't know. We shouldn't be right over our GM. Like that shouldn't happen all the time. Like they should be right. They should be the experts. Yeah, you know, they should be the ones saying, "Oh yeah, trust us. This Charlie <laughs> no, Morton no. guy is worth thirty million over two years." Yep. Like, uh, what are we doing here? Yep. No, don't gotta do it. I just he's just he's just unbelievable. He's unbelievable. How in this day and age are we bringing in guys who throw eighty four and Jason Vargas? Whoa. I mean, I mean, Jason Vargas is fine. Not just even Jason Vargas. The bigger issue is but and, Drew Smiley. Well, and and the bigger issue is the lack of organizational depth for these type of guys. Right. I know we always talk about it, and the Dodgers are an extreme example. But the Dodgers in the past month have bought up Dustin May and Gavin Lux. <sighs> Dustin May to pitch out of their bullpen. Both top twenty or thirty prospects at worst in baseball. Well, Lux, Lux is a top ten top, prospect, would, top five maybe. Yeah. Right. They're bringing that guy up just to like fill in and play second base here and there, and like they, it's it's the, the Phillies don't even have B or C versions of those guys. They don't have bullpen arms that they can bring up who can contribute. They don't have guys they can bring up to make spot starts. They don't have bench bats they can bring up. They have none of that. That's why they have to play on the margins. That's why they have to go out and get Drew Smiley and Mike Morin and Jared Hughes and Blake Parker. They don't have those guys. That's the bigger issue. I mean, that's why... And and we have not mentioned yet Johnny Almaraz stepping down since the last time we spoke and he had some hits in in the early rounds but I think the bigger issue for Almaraz when you look at it again and and I don't know whether you blame Clentag more or Almaraz or whatever but is this thing is the lack of organizational depth the lack of developing major league players period guys who can come in and and contribute in any facet of the game all these great teams do it the Rays the Indians do it with no money whatsoever the Phillies are a big market baseball team like, and they don't do this stuff, and it, and it really it's infuriating. Yeah, and they and they the smart teams, and I believe Bryce Harper is my guy. Like I love that dude. Smart teams Agreed. don't smart teams don't have to pay three hundred thirty million dollars to bring in a superstar. Like the, the, smart the, teams draft and develop yeah, them, or sign them from the the Dominican or this or that or whatever. I mean, that doesn't happen here. No, no, we have to pay Bryce, and this is, I'm very happy, Bryce. Absolutely, but like, but it's gonna it's gonna happen again this all season. They have to pay Garrett Cole. They don't have a choice. They they have like if Garrett Cole or if Strasburg opts out Rendon. or whatever, like Rendon, like they don't have inter Spencer Howard. Yes, that dude is a piece of the future. Alec Baum, right? We think uh, and Baum really nice year. Ultimately, has had a really good year. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Looks like uh, a legit. Player. Looks like a legit player and a good hitter. Average over three hundred. You love to see that too, but. 
I mean, other than those two guys, they don't have a single guy in the minors who you feel sure will be a major league contributor. Hey, for you. Uh, it, look, you're right. Guys that you hope, and there's there's uh, upside. How much time you get? And Moniac, look, I I think Moniac probably getting killed way more than he should. He's still young and and had yeah. a really good year, but it's just the the lack of ability to have these. I mean. They don't have these guys, man, and they never hit on the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. Like, all those rounds, like, they never hit on those guys. Yeah, I mean, the last one was Hoskins. Um, He's a fifth-round pick. Kendall Simmons looks like a guy with a sixth-round pick that I think, I mean, he has all the tools to be a stud in the major leagues. He has kind of busted out a little bit. Right. Thank Um, you, Jason Chart. Like, yeah, seriously. Damon Jones was an 18th round pick. He throws hard. What a friggin' crazy thought. <laughs> they, always, they always cross him off their board because he throws hard. Yes, no, way too... F- <laughs> 95? They said, nah. They said, you didn't go to Cal State Fullerton. <laughs> it, I mean, it really is unbelievable. It's so... Uh, we, we talk about it a lot, and we don't talk about it enough. The fact that in today's baseball game, the Phillies have spent years drafting guys based on control over, over velocity is... It's like it's just malpractice. It's it's asinine. It's insanity. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a real shame that guy's gone now. That was drafting those guys. I'm so glad he's gone. Me I, too. Oh, that's my point. Is that while I think the narrative uh, kind of was messed up on both sides, that yeah, he had a couple of hits, but on the whole, this guy did not do his job. Well he enough. drafted. He drafted good players. Yep. Like Hasty, good player. And look, you should hit with your top picks. Right. You the first and second round, you should have some hits there. Cornelius Randolph stinks. Is a disaster. Yes, that's a disaster with the tenth pick in the draft. And Moniac, while we like him and stuff, like fine first pick in the draft. I mean, do you know who went? You know who went eighteenth in that draft? Uh, lay it on me, Gavin Lux. Oh, good. If you want to go under slot, great. They want to go. They they, they want to go under slot. They want right. to save money. And one that also comes back to being cheap and and. Major market team. But again, like what are their eleventh in payroll? I think right now eleventh. Eleventh. Embarrassing. And then, so, and then, but that's also more frustrating because not only are they eleventh, but a team like the Rays, who's thirtieth, gets so much more out of that money than they do. Ima- imagine if the Rays were eleventh, much less top five, like the Phillies should be. Imagine what the Rays would do with the eleventh highest payroll in baseball. I, it's just. Well, that's why this this Johnny Alvarez thing is such a huge opportunity. Oh, it's it's this it's, is it's this is huge, the future right now of the franchise. If they hire from within, it's it's the it. Done. I would lose my mind. Yeah, I will lose my mind. Like I will literally lose it. You will hear it. It as ridiculous as it sounds, it might be the angriest we've ever been on a high ups podcast. Bruh, what other Phillies podcast is this upset about a scouting? Director? That's my point. It's absurd, but but it, but it matters. It matters. Like, of course, go, it matters. Go out and hire someone smart from the Rays, from the Indians, from all these organizations we talk about who draft and develop players. Well, this isn't that hard. This shouldn't be that hard. Hire guys who are good at their job. Is that a crazy thought? Don't hire someone from the Angels and Orioles. Yeah, don't hire some. That's it. Don't hire. Don't hire someone they know who they think they can control. That has been a problem, or at least a perceived, we think, potential problem with this front office is they want to hire guys who they can control, who will do what they want them to do, instead of hiring the smartest, best people for the job. That is a disaster. If that is continues and is what we think it is, and don't hire the guy that. Uh, built the 91 Twins. Yeah, well. Maybe move on from the guy that built the 91 Twins. Or built the, the or, late or 2000s Orioles. Did and you, late 2010 Orioles. Did you see the McPhail story from this week? No, what McPhail story? He it told a player on the Twins to stop throwing baseballs. Oh, I did see this. Oh, my God. <laughs> to, st- to stop throwing baseballs to fans because they cost, well, he's like, it was $11.50 $11. a pop yeah. or something. Which is not possible. But. No. But also, uh, 
Especially in 91. Yeah, that's crazy talk. But what? Were they the juice baseballs of today? <laughs> no, the Phillies don't get those. Not allowed. I mean, Andy. And that's what he wasn't, you know. Minnesota. 30 years older yeah, than that. Yeah, yeah. Guess what? Major market team. <laughs> Sign me up for that. Oh, God. Bleeping guy. Ah! They drive me crazy. They drive me crazy. Yeah. I'm so jealous of these smart teams. I know. I don't I know. I, I won't be able to sleep until... if. I'm just telling you, Phillies, this is a direct message to... I'm sure John's listening. I'm sure Obviously. Clintax probably should probably turn it off by now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Gabe, I still... Oh, you think I was saying we're smarter than Matt Clintax made him turn it off? Um, I'm I'm definitely better at my job. <laughs> I would I would be a better GM than Matt Clintax. I'm not even kidding. I, look, um, I, 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 no argument for me. <laughs> thanks. I didn't want any arguments. I feel uh, I like you wanted... could kill it on the, the dollars and cap. I would need a cap guy. Hard cap and all that. Yeah, I would need a cap soft guy. cap and all that. Yeah, yeah, I would... Luxury tags, all that. Yeah, you yeah. get your own Jake Rosenberg and you flourish. Right. I needed my own cap guy? I guy? I got it. Got I it. test? Jackie, I test? <laughs> I Jackie, I test. <laughs> I mean, I would have believed in Pavetta too. But um, <laughs> it just, if you... If you hire from within for the scouting director job, I will personally be outside your stadium. Personally, with a sign. Oh, man. Booing that guy walking in. Oh, man. <laughs> if you don't hire someone from, this is the criteria, Yankees, Rays, Dodgers, Astros, A's, Indians. that about it? I think so. I don't think the Padres. I mean, Padres have have drafted well, yeah, but I don't think the they've. Pr- the that's what I mean. I don't think they've proven that they could develop. Pro- I mean, the Dodgers find guys everywhere. I mean, Cody Bellinger was taken after Andrew yeah. Nat. Well, especially when you already went and hired Gabe Kapler from the Dodgers organization. Go take someone else and Paco Figueroa. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, I just, I'm with you. Uh, seriously, it is. It's funny because it is again a storyline that only the high hopes listeners care about. Yeah. You know, we it, you're we're going deep. But it is integral to the it's future imperative. of this team. It's yeah, it's massive. It really is massive. Drafting well is the only way you're going to keep a window open for a long time. Yeah. Why they why they've been in the doghouse for eight years, seven years is because they drafted horribly. For Draft a well and find talent from overseas and develop that. Now that would not be the scouting director's job. Like the scouting director's no, job but, is to no, draft. but he uh, oversees all this stuff. Is my point. But Almaraz was just he was just the scouting director. Right. Correct. He went, when he was with the Braves, he was he he yeah. signed Acuna and yeah. Albies. Yeah, yeah would have been nice. Yeah, you think? Thanks for the help. Yeah, thanks, Johnny. Buddy. He would have been here since like twenty fifteen. Uh, I just yeah. Where were you? Twenty fourteen, maybe. Where were you? Yeah. You, you get a, you get them Acuna. Who yeah. do you get us? Nothing. I think mm-hmm. Johan Rojas. So. All right, back to the now, because <laughs> we have. To? We're, we're going to have a lot of a lot of these talks. I can't I wait for the offseason. Actually, I know you're uh, look, and that's the look. Get excited for the offseason because this one is uh, is done. Yeah, but <laughs> but the Garrett Cole watch, the Anthony Rendon yes, watch. Yes, hopefully I can't, take I can't for, wait to wait another five months. Oh, of, it's gonna be great. Oh, will they or won't they? Oh, John Heyman reports this. Bob Nightingale reports mm. that. Ah, Bank I don't know it. if I could do that again, my friend. <laughs> bank on it's it. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. If he says bank on it like Garrett Cole or something, I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, look, he was right, ultimately. Yeah. Even though he doubted himself. Yeah. That's why, unlike, you got you got to stick with your guns. I say, we, we, we learned a lot from last offseason on who to trust and who not to trust. Yes. No question. No question. Um. All right. Back to now. Hmm. Look. I, I can't even muster up the like, 
If they sweep the mats. Because uh, they're not going to. Oh, they probably will. They'll, you know, they'll probably take two or three. They'll win the first two and then lose the third or something super annoying. Super annoying. Yeah. Whatever whatever way to make this as annoying as possible, the Phillies will accomplish. Yeah. That's the, that's the motto of the 2019 Phillies. How can we annoy our fans? Let's do that. <laughs> Great. And it sucks, too, because like Hazley's playing really well. And like Harper's been on fire. Real Muto's been. Real Muto's gonna be. He's top five in more. Like uh, he's been amazing. What's the contract extension? Well, that that's it's an interesting one because we've talked about this. But four one twenty. Yeah, I think it's four years. I like because the question is how long is he a catcher? You know, and I think the fact he was a shortstop and doesn't have as many wear and tear of years on his tires and all that stuff helps. But I mean, so much of his value is derived in being the best defensive player at the most important defensive position in baseball. That. You know, it's one of those. It's it's a really interesting conversation contract. I would discussion. sign him. I would sign him to four years, a hundred. I think that's four fair. years, one twenty, be thirty million a year. Four years, a hundred, twenty five million. A year. And I think that's fair. That's what Harper makes per year on an annual basis, and it's real a lot Mito, of money. Real Mito has been worth forty three million dollars this year. Oh, he's been awesome. Yeah. Like uh, the best player, ultimately, yeah. on the whole, when you put it all together. Uh, certainly from a war perspective, but in reality, from a, a real life perspective, he's yeah. the best player on this. And series. like I like I like I like watching Kingery excel. Like I like I honestly. Well, there's re- that's the thing is there there are exciting and there's reason to watch every yeah, night. Yeah, and there's there's exciting things for the future. Like there are things that we should look at and be like, oh, that's cool. Like that's something positive. And maybe we should have had that perspective more. It's just that we had really high hopes. And this team keeps, you know, inflating those hopes and then punching us in the gut and doing it over and over again that it's just made it such a, like, there's so much anger and consternation, all that, when when there should be, you know, at this point, we should just be like, hey, all right, well, that's fun. Bryce Harper is here. I'm ex- I think he's going to be a monster next year. Now that all the other stuff is done, all the stuff that he was dealing with at the start of the season, the baby, the new town, the new team, the whole situation, being a leader, a real leader for the first time, all that stuff, next year he just gets to go play. I feel so confident that Bryce Harper, age 27 season, is going to be special. There are things to be excited about, and, and we, we should have that perspective. It's just hard in the moment when they just keep kicking us well i think we can get to that point now like the the pitching staff is so bad well we can we can all agree that or most agree that it's it's done yeah well but if we if we watch the offense every night for the rest of the year and they play well and they're good offense i'll take that as a win at this point at this point i'll take that as a win. yeah no i look also what are they gonna do with hitting coach next year because i like what charlie's done oh me too i i just i look i think I think they'll offer Charlie the job, and we don't know what's going to happen with Gabe. I, I'm, I'm actually, I've said for a while if they miss the playoffs, I think Gabe's gone. I don't know if I think that anymore. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm starting to feel like he's going to be back. That the whole infrastructure is going to be back, obviously. Uh, <laughs> but I'm, I, let's put it this way: I'm much happier with Gabe back than with Clintag and McPhail. If, if I have to hear another McPhail presser, <laughs> oh god, just put him away, put him in a closet, don't let him talk to anybody. Yeah. But uh, you know, I, like. It would be fun to see them make a little mini push. I, I don't expect them to overtake the Cubs or the Diamondbacks, maybe, or whoever else well, passes hot. them. They, they went on a run. Yeah. A team that sold the deadline. They won and, 9 to 10. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. So I, I, it would be nice to see some momentum. I don't want to see them just kind of continue to fall further out. But yeah, I think that you're looking at you know seeing these guys finish the season strong, seeing them put on an effort from an offensive perspective because outside – and look, I'd like to see Nola pitch better just because – yeah. Leaves a bad taste in your mouth, but there's not anyone really. Literally, when you think about the, 
Think about this. When you think about the pitching staff, outside of Aaron Nola, and I'm guessing Vargas will be back next year because it's cheap. Yeah, $3 million dollar option. There is not a single guy who will pitch for the Phillies the rest of the season you can say, that's a dude for the future. Well. The, unless Spencer Howard comes up. And unless Pavetta figures it out in the bullpen. <laughs> yes. Did you see him today? Uh-huh. But what, a third of an <laughs> inning? It was Dominant. riveting. <laughs> thrilling to see. Oh, and the umpires screwed him. I mean, they, the umpires are out to get Pavetta. Yeah, of course they are. Everybody is. That's what Nick thinks. But uh, it is kind of crazy when you think about that. Like, seriously, like who, who can you say? Oh, I mean, look, Hector Neris will be on the team next year. He's, he's a nice bullpen piece to have. Jose Alvarez, a nice bullpen piece to have. But there's no one who is pitching for the Phillies the rest of the year. You're like, yeah, I, that guy's going to be a big part of a, a World Series winning Phillies team. Year four of Glentech? Year four Glentech. Year four Glentech, and we have what? One starter. One starter. We have a bullpen piece and Four Nares. offensive guys, lineup guys we feel really good about. And then a couple other pieces. I guess McCutcheon should be in there too, but who knows? Coming off the ACL, thirty-two. Um, yeah, yay! And people just want to keep saying, "Oh, he's fine." Yeah, I think what I think what this season has taught us is that Matt Glenzak is not very good at his yeah. job. Yeah, I, th- I think that's the biggest take. Well, that McPhail has no business having a job. Right. And uh, you know, yeah, I think that's I really do. I think you're right. I think that's the biggest takeaway. Like, I've I've liked. I've liked what Gabe's done recently. The the double switch thing today was, was weird. Weird. It I was guess what really he wanted weird. to well, he wanted to keep his options flexible for the the like he wanted to make sure Look, Hector he, Neris he pitched must the game. have known that Hector was only pitching one inning and only had him for one inning. Otherwise, it's it's like a crazy move because why wouldn't you you know want to not have the pitcher lead off the next inning when you could not have the pitcher lead off the next inning? So he had to know he had max an inning from Neris because there's zero reason to do that. Otherwise, if you're going to go into extras potentially, yeah. But the thing is, like, you didn't have to have him face a seven eight nine if you land for an inning. I know. I that's what I'm saying. Like the whole thing is weird. The whole was, thing's weird. Yeah, it was weird. But for the most part, like. I think they've played good baseball. They haven't totally folded on the sh- like the offense continuing to be pretty good. Like Look, last, last year September, better, yeah, last year September was them completely it's improvement. giving up. Well, that's the crazy thing is as we're talking so much and we are rightfully depressed and angry and upset with the season and all that, but it is a step forward from last year without question. It's a, both record wise and just really the feel of the team. They're better than they were last year. It's just they're not better enough. Jack. No, they're not better enough. But if they. It's gonna be this this next twenty three games is gonna be very telling for the Gabe Kapler era. Like if they fold like they did last I year, I agree with you. They're gonna fire him. I, I was just about to say, not just telling, but also I think really important for Gabe. He needs yeah. he needs them to fight hard for him down the stretch. Yeah, and if they don't, he'll be gone. And like, there's ways to tell if a baseball team is fighting for you, and it's not just the pitching staff. I agree. Like the, like last year's team just folded. This yeah. year's team, I think they've played good baseball. I think they're in it. Um, look, dude, look. Even though they lost these last two games, last year's team would not have come back from five nothing. Last year's team would not have even come back from three one in a, a day game after a night game. Like those teams would not have even fought in those games. So I do agree with you there. Yep, and the the core is is slowly developing. Mean, I think in a year, year or two, when a, when the team sees Bryce Harper hustle out the double, hustle out a double, get there, do that, or or Real Muto plays a day game after a night game, or. Um, Nola pitches seven innings or whatever. Like I just think that, like it, they bought a core. Is basically what they did, mm-hmm. right? They they bought a core, and it takes a while for guys to gain respect in that clubhouse. Like it took it took Rollins, Utley, and Howard forever to build. Totally. Uh, and they, they had to trade away a break, especially when they're younger guys, right? So 
building a core and building accountability and building all that stuff, it, it takes a little bit of time. Like you can't just do it in a heartbeat. And that's basically what they did. And I think for the, I think I think Bryce and JT and obviously Reese went into the tank a little bit, but those guys care about each other a lot. And I think they view each other as like this is us, like this is our team now. Mm-hmm. And for it the takes first, time for yeah. the first three months of the season. Like you're just not going to do that. It takes like you're time. trying to, you're not trying to step on anyone's toes. No, it has to happen naturally, right? In and those situations. I think now we're we're seeing it from these guys. But I just think that in a year from now, when you're bringing up a Mickey Moniak, when you're bringing up a Bryson Stott, when you're bringing up Kendall Simmons, you're bringing up these young guys, and they see that the guy who's the face of the team doing what like Bryce Harper was unbelievable today. Like in, he stole two bags. I know. He, had he, the smart bond uh, against the shift. He like bonded each. there, and then uh, the he fo- almost forced the first baseman off the bag mm-hmm. to get the third base. That was a heads up play. Um, throwing the ball low to JT Realmuto so he could easily pick it and throw to second base and get a Jose Peraza. Like that's just genius. Like really high level baseball. Yep. And I just think that as the team continues to build and as we continue to build this thing, it's only going to get better. Like it's it's only going to get better. So. I just think for Phillies fans for the rest of the season, like what are you going to watch? You're watching this off- offense every night because if they falter down the stretch, you're really worried about the future. But if they play good and play solid baseball, like you're you're fine because you know the starting staff is bad. You know the bullpen is dog poopy. Mm-hmm. Like you and can, none of those guys are part of the future, like we said. Right. You can evaluate who is going to be a part of the future, and sure, it sucks we're not going to see playoff Nola and, and whatnot. And this weekend was or this week was brutal. But there's there's just things to take away from, and if the offense plays well, and the guys play smart baseball, and they play hard, and they go down fighting, even though it was not their year, and even though the front office gave them nothing, and even though Matt Clentac gave them Drew Smiley and said figure it out, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just, for real. I just, I, I think there's there's positives to be gained in the last twenty three games. I a hundred percent agree with you, and I think it shows you what type of guys they are and can be, and it's important reps, like just even being in it, even if you're, you know, even if we know. You're not going to get in, you know, fighting for it. And and those reps that matter, I think, are important for a young team and a young core, like you said, of leaders. I think all that matters. Yep. Any, I'm assuming nothing. There's no notes right now, right? Or or um, what I assume wrong. Well, I mean, Spencer Howard last night. I mean, so, I know, 12 strikeouts yeah, was just, just a... As I said on the last pod, there, he doesn't have anything else to prove. Right. Um, and I was like just watching the video of him today. Um, um, how they, like... Like uh, the the changeup, I did not expect to have that level of tumbling action. He he looks more like like Shane Bieber to me. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, you mean All Star Game MVP Shane Bieber? <laughs> All Star Game MVP Shane. <laughs> uh, Shane Bieber's a really good pitcher. Oh, yeah. One of those guys who's in Cleveland, and I'm I'm guessing a lot of people don't get to watch him pitch very often because they are never on national television and all that. But Shane Bieber is a really good pitcher. So. I would be very happy if Spencer Howard turns into Shane Bieber. Uh, the Adam Hazley catch last night was Oh, we forgot to mention. Great. The uh, best catch of the season, probably for this team. I know Harper's had some pretty great ones, but that was a just an outstanding catch. Just a, a terrific play. Uh, all right, final thoughts, Fritzy. Uh, I don't even know if I have any final thoughts. Like my, 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 my main final thought is that hire someone from a smarter organization to fail the Johnny Alvarez role. Yep. All and I care about. It's all you should care about. And then next year when you finally realize that Clintac sucks, hire Chaim Bloom, assuming someone hasn't already stolen yeah, if he gets, I'm going to be devastated if he gets signed by <laughs> when, someone this offseason. No, I'm going to be devastated. <laughs> it's inevitable. Yeah, it's of course. It's Philly's luck. Yeah. Nothing ever good happens to the Phillies. I'm shocked Bryce Harper's here. Yeah, me too. It really, it really is so out of character I know. when he's here. It's usually the worst possible thing yeah. is what happens with well, the Well, there's Phillies. a reason, and we joke about it and you know make light of it and all that, but there is a reason they're, they're losing his franchise in the history of modern American sports because- 
they have really sucked for a really long time. And that's part of our ethos. And that's part of why we have IOPS because we had nothing else for so long. There are reason to have IOPS to Jack's point. Like there, there is still some, some positive for the future. Um, but they need to add to that core. Matt Clentag, this is it. In my, I mean, look, we, in our mind, he's not good enough, but this will be his last chance. I think if they do not, find a way to make the playoffs next season and to do that they're gonna have to add they're gonna have to make this team better all right my final thought rate and review the podcast jack needs it now more than ever (laughs) you can hear how down he is you want to make jack happy send us a review tell jack to feel a little better that it's all gonna be okay it's not possible i mean like i love their reviews but like this team's not making the playoffs. did you hear that well not making the playoffs but still they can make you feel better right do that for jack do Mm. it for me for jack uh and again we love you Go birds. Yeah, go birds. Seriously, <laughs> it's time. Go birds. But uh, look, maybe on Monday we'll be talking about a sweep of the mats. <laughs> All right, he's Probably. Fritz. Yeah, right. He's Fritz of Seltzer. We'll see you later. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.